Today, we're going to talk about a way of selling on Merch by Amazon, which utilizes Amazon Prime and its FBA, yet doesn't require investment nor inventory. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed, organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. We got somebody who's theoretically a serious seller, but but he's rarely <laughs> serious, like me. Chris Green is back on the show after about a year and a few months. Chris, how's it going? It's going well, man. Hope things are going well with you. It's This is like... Un- are we overusing the word unprecedented when it comes to COVID and quarantine and pandemic? Because none of us have lived through this before. So it, yep. I don't know what other word to use. Yep. I mean, pretty soon it's going to it's gonna be uh, precedented for, for everything, though, <laughs> that we're going to have to say. Because, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a crazy year for sure. We would not have been able to predict how this year would have turned out. And speaking of which, you just reminded me, I just looked up what episode you were on originally. So if anybody wants to find out Chris's backstory, it's episode 54. But what's going to happen when you get to that episode, Chris had agreed to a couple things <laughs> at the end of that episode. And Chris, what happened? We never we never did. We were supposed to do like a webinar together and stuff like that. But but so far, not yet. We were going to do webinars. We were going to do uh, some affiliate stuff. Uh-huh. We were going to you know, get get the Helium 10 tools in front of more of a merch audience, where I know you guys are kind of focused on, yep. on Seller Central users and FBA sellers. But Amazon is a big place that has more than just sell physical products as a way to make money. And that's kind of how I started. You know, and people can go back and listen to the, to the previous episode about that. But I've transitioned more into the print-on-demand space, mm-hmm. not just with what people think about with merch by Amazon and the T-shirts and all that, but also with the books uh, that are technically the same thing. They're print-on-demand. And it's just a different model. Where yeah. I, I'm still selling physical products, but I don't have to inventory them or pay for them up front. So it's very different. So like the tools and research things you would use would be a little bit different, but a lot of similarities. So there's a huge crossover between Helium 10 research tools for Amazon sellers and print-on-demand markets such as KDP and Merch by Amazon. And it's just such a big world. Last time, I think we kind of split it between talking about KDP and Merch. And we probably could still talk about both. But but for me, I think, I don't know, this, this is just my prediction. You know, Merch is going to have like a second a second wave of, of you know, it's it's been around for a few years. But if I'm not mistaken, like during COVID, it was kind of shut down, I believe, for a few months. And I, I just feel that, that it's going to come back strong even stronger than before. And and I, I wanted to first talk about, or, or just let, let's just set, set the stage for people who didn't listen to episode 54, you know, without having to do a 15 minute soliloquy on it. Can you explain to the new listeners out there? What exactly is Merch by Amazon again, please? All right. So Merch by Amazon is a print on demand platform, which means all you have to do is have your, your art files, your image files. You're going to upload. So you can have a helium 10 logo. You could upload it. Now it's available on t-shirts and hoodies and long sleeves and all this other stuff. And it's all sold by Amazon ships by Amazon prime eligible. It's basically an Amazon product page that when it sells, Amazon will do all the work and you will get some money, which is like when you're coming from a physical products background of like FBA and inventory and lead times and shipments, it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I get, the, I get the profit off the listing, but I don't have to replenish inventory. I don't have to do any of that. Like, yes, that's what it is. Now, it's, it's yep. very uh, heavy, heavily apparel 
uh, loaded right now with clothing. They do have pop sockets and cell phone cases. Uh, but you know they're going to get into other stuff. They just opened up the Japan market yesterday. So they are now in Japan, Germany, mm. uh, Spain, Spain and Italy and U.S. and U.K. And it, it's just continuing to grow. But you're right. They did kind of pause it yeah. during the pandemic because some of the states where the warehouses were located had different regulations about who could come to work. So they had to shut things down. And when they shut things down and can't fulfill, it's like, hey, we're not going to upload your T-shirt designs and offer them for sale because nobody can buy them. So like just everybody just relax for a little bit. So they opened it back up a few months ago. They're opening up new. Uh, they've released new products since the pandemic. They've opened up new international markets since the pandemic. And it's such a, an easy low to practically no barrier to entry business mm -hmm. model where if you understand Amazon, which I'm guessing a lot of the listeners here do, and a lot of the Helium 10 users understand the Amazon customer, you got to be on Amazon, you got to be prime eligible, all these things. You get all of those benefits without the physical inventory costs and returns and lead time. Like it's, it's almost a too good to be true type business model if you're an apparel seller. Yes. Right. Like <laughs> they don't have print on demand, you know, flat brim fitted baseball hats yet. Right. Like, but maybe someday, maybe someday. Uh, so they will expand into more products. It's separate from, from seller central, you know? So, so like, you know, even if somebody has their own seller central account, they, they have to apply separately for merch. So, so just for those who, who are just getting really inspired by this episode, where, where can they go to, to sign up and how long does it take? Hopefully, I mean, as, as time goes by, the application process will change, hopefully get easier and faster. But right now it is an application. You go to merch.amazon.com, fill out all the information as best that you can. Hopefully you get a response fairly quickly, maybe a day, maybe two days. Sometimes it can take a little longer. It is a very popular program and they're trying to automate the onboarding process. And they're, it, they've got some growing pains that are going along with it, uh, but it's completely free. Uh, there's, there's no downside, uh, and a huge potential upside. And when you get a little bit creative, so if you're a regular seller central user and now you start thinking, wait a minute, now I have access to these other things. What could I do in terms of promotions and crossovers? And like, it, it gets to be very interesting when you understand just the Amazon marketplace in general mm -hmm. and the, the new capabilities that you have with a merch by Amazon account. It's, yeah, it'll, it'll make your head spin when you start to realize how good this platform can be if you're able to drive traffic, if you already have an audience and you know, I want people to have the right expectation. Like, like five years ago when merch came out, it was like you upload a father's day shirt and you are on page one just because there's not that many father's day shirts. So you're going to get some sales. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's a more mature platform. It is definitely a better place. If you're able, if you have an audience, if you have some existing demand that you can send some traffic to a listing, it's a great way to give them the ability or the option to buy a physical product that you make money on without having to actually inventory and have to ship out orders. Um, but it's, it's changed. It'll, it'll continue to change, but I think you're right. There's going to be a second wave of popularity around merch by Amazon as they add additional markets as they add mm -hmm. additional products as they open up more advertising, like direct advertising. Cause it's, it's just so different from seller central for many people. This is a great way to start or, or for even existing sellers to increase. So like just real quick, just to get people excited, you know, you've been familiar with thousands of people who have sold on merch by Amazon. Can you give me a quick story about somebody like, you know, Sally, you know, was a second grade teacher and, and now she's bringing in $10,000 a month working <laughs> one hour. You know, you know, one, one of those cool things that, that I think people can relate to so that they can understand the potential and possibly relate to somebody's story that you have. Yeah, there, there's tons of stories. And, and I, so one thing, the best things about these stories is it's such a wide spectrum, right? There are retired grandmothers who have literally been making thousands of dollars monthly with merch. Now, I do always want to preface it that like a lot of times people got lucky. 
right? They uploaded the right design at the right time and they just hit the algorithm. They hit the certain, like they just got lucky. And I think a lot of people will start to hear stories about people getting lucky. I've been lucky. I've been incredibly lucky on a bunch of things, many things that I can't control, but some things where I put myself in the position to be lucky and it worked out. I've also put myself in the position to be lucky and it not worked out. So I almost, I worry a little bit about explaining the actual reasons why like so many people do get lucky. Some of the most successful people had luck on their side because then people will use that as an excuse. They'll be like, oh, I didn't realize Chris is only on the show because he got lucky. Like, no, like it, luck is a bigger factor than people think. But when you realize that, you can continue to put yourself in the position to be lucky. And by doing that with Merch by Amazon, I mean, think about like like physical products. If you don't know what you're doing, you try a product and it fails. You try another product and it fails. Well, you're learning something each time. And eventually, yeah. the more that you do that, luck is going to eventually, I don't want to say be on your side, like you can control it, but you might just get lucky and you're going to learn things. You're going to do things a different way. And you're eventually going to see some success. It's very rare for anybody to see any level of success on their very first try. Sure. So with Merch, it's great because you can upload something. You can see if it works. If it doesn't work, you can go back and change it. You can upload something else. You can, you're going to get better and better and better every time that you do something. I mean, I would. I, you should go back and look at your very first podcast, right? I bet it was fairly terrible. Oh, yeah. Right? I don't want to look at the uh, <laughs> my very first one. <laughs> well, with merch and the fact that it has zero cost of entry, it allows you to try and try and try again and potentially put yourself in a better position to get lucky. Uh, I know someone who uploaded the very first uh, Eclipse shirt, the solar eclipse that went across the USA. It was, mm -hmm. it was April or August 2017. She didn't expect big things to happen, but she was first. She was lucky. She was early. And she made over $40,000 profit, royalty profit, check sent from Amazon in a single week. Wow. Selling with, with Amazon doing all the work. Like she's sitting back, be like watching the numbers go up. And she's like, this can't be real. Like, yeah, yeah. But, but Amazon's like, this is great. Look, we are more than happy to pay you. you know, we're going to make the shirts. We're going to keep all our customers happy. The, you know, the revenue's coming in. Like, it, this is what Amazon wants. People say that, you know, oh, passive income or, or, or laptop lifestyle, you know, are words that get thrown around. But, but for private label, you know, that, that's not really it. You know, you still got to do, you know, you still have to do stuff. You got to talk to your supplier. You got to field uh, messages seven days a week. If you're a private label seller, guys, you have 24 hours to answer a message 365 days a year. All right. <laughs> you know, so you get that yellow triangle. Yep. Yeah. You want a yellow triangle, meaning you got You got a performance warning on your, your, your metrics or something, guys. How do you stay focused when trying to find what niche you're going to get into or what, what shirt you actually want to start selling? That, that's, that's an incredibly tough question. And I think maybe we can give people some, some guidance mm -hmm. uh, because what people, and I went through this, I still go through this where it's print on demand. Like, you can follow every single rabbit trail if you want to, right? And it's not that like some rabbit trails might be bit bigger, better, longer, whatever you want to describe them as being which ones you should follow, but there won't be a limit of how many rabbit trails you can follow. Now, on private label, you might be like, hey, we're, we're focused on this type of category or we're, we're focused on this type of price point or like we only sell stuff that is ranked this high in these categories. Like you have those parameters. When it comes to merch, it's like, are we are we not going to sell back to school shirts? Mm -hmm. Like, why wouldn't we? Oh, because we're a we're a a, a, a St. Patrick's Day T-shirt company. Like, 
Wait, what? No, like you can sell whatever you want. And and there's so much cool data that you just showed there. And I, I was I had a ton of questions actually. Okay, hey, uh, <laughs> bring because it. Because you're probably you know you're looking at it and you're you're able to look at it from a private seller point of view. Yeah. Where I'm looking at it from a merch point of view. So okay. if you saw those stats, those 400, 500 type numbers. Yeah. Would that be interesting? Would that be an interesting uh, result to a private label seller, or are those numbers too small? Normally, they would think something three or four hundred is too small. But here, here's well, the because, thing: yeah, like, why? Because why? on private label products, I would say the great majority of your, your your sales comes from a very small, concentrated number of keywords. You still need to rank for a whole bunch of keywords, but usually you don't see that where. It's so evenly distributed. There is a good 50 keywords there where they're on the top of page one and only like one or two had like over a thousand search volume. Like in the private label world, you don't see that normally. So here's the one consistent thread of everybody who is making money with Merch by Amazon. They are uploading products and trying new things. Yeah. Right? They're without risk. Without risk. Saying, you know, you're not yeah, without investment. <laughs> it is such yeah. a small risk. Like. Like that's the fun part. That's why I think more people should be playing around with these because you, you're going to start to see some success and it's going to feel so good. Even if you only sell one shirt and make four bucks, you're going to be like, I made four bucks and I literally didn't do anything other than upload an image. We talked about getting started on merch by Amazon. We talked about you know using Helium 10 to look at keyword opportunity, et cetera, et cetera. But wait a minute, I don't know how to draw and uh, <laughs> I don't. I, I'm too scared to hire somebody from Fiverr or or Upwork to 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 draw. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to invest at all or too much. What what what's some software out there or 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 some apps or or things that people can use if you have zero artistic <laughs> bone in your body that instantly they could have made something like this T-Rex with with these three lines of, of code here or, or of text. Yeah. So there's there's tons of different programs out there. Uh, I cover a lot of them, like in the merch challenge. I did get some feedback that I offered too much. I was telling people about too many cool programs, which I'm like, no, I thought you guys wanted like a whole bunch of options, right? Like there's Photoshop and there's sites like like web uh, apps like Canva. Uh, one that I spent a lot of time with lately is Stencil. They have a free trial. They're they're very inexpensive. But I am I, I never like try to come on a show and say, look, hey, you got to sign up for this. You got to pay for this. Uh, but most things you do have to pay for so that they stay in business. Right, like it's going to be hard to find a, a graphic design program that's going to be completely free forever. Uh, there is an app called Over for iPhone and Android where you can make simple text-based designs in the right format in the right dimensions. Uh, that's completely free. Uh, they do have some like upsells for different things, but you don't need it to do text. Um, but I, I did just put out a new book. I don't. I wasn't trying to come on and like plug my book because I'm not trying to sell books. But I will do this for any listeners. It is a digital course, and they can have completely free access to it if they want uh i don't know how to do that should they, they email yeah. me or something uh so anybody listening to this mm. if you email me my email is is probably really easy to figure out it's chris at chrisgreen.com mention this podcast and i will give you completely free access i'm not going to send you a book but i will give you completely free access to all of the content on the inside and i put in i don't know if, look you're gonna love this this is how i do videos qr codes for the <laughs> videos it. They go to unlisted videos. It's got 22 separate videos. It teaches you everything you need to know about using it specifically for stencil because I don't want people to be overwhelmed with all of the different programs out there. So this is just one program, but it talks about Merch by Amazon and KDP. So t-shirts, hoodies, long sleeves, pop sockets, uh, cell phone cases, book covers for Kindle and paperback covers all of that stuff. I say completely free. Just send me an email. Let me know that you heard about it on the Helium 10 uh, podcast. 
be happy to give you access to that. And it's more of one of those things, like nobody's born a designer. So when people say, oh, I don't have a designing bone in my body. It's like nobody did at the beginning. You can learn, right? Like yeah. You can watch videos. Like Adobe has an entire channel dedicated to helping you be badass at Photoshop <laughs> for free. Right. And, and Photoshop's $10 a month, month to month. Right. Like, so at some point, if you're like, yeah, you know, free only, and I don't want to learn and I don't want to watch a video. Well, at some point, you're not like, <laughs> well, you got to do something. Sure. Right. Like, yep. <laughs> you got to move forward with some kind of. And, and of just, uh, just, just to just to put it in perspective, you know, we're not telling somebody to go get the, uh, uh, what I have because my, my kids were all taking graphic design classes. So I had to get the stinking Adobe Creative Cloud and cost this, you know, uh, $300 or whatever, the the tools that are out there, like this stencil one, like even if you're paying for the paid version, like what, what are we talking about? Like like 20 bucks a month, $10 a month? No, what, like, what like nine. Like nine, it's, nine okay. <laughs> free trial, discounts, still only $9 a month or something. Like it is it is very, very inexpensive, which, you know, I don't I don't try to promote expensive things that are overkill. Yeah. You know, but I, I love the fact that your kids are using Creative Cloud. Yeah. Right, like I, that, that's money that I'm happy to spend. So like, I was doing Photoshop and Illustrator, I think. Mm -hmm. And then David wanted to get into, he's 13. He wanted to get into uh, more more video editing. So we had to get like the Lightroom Creative yep. Suite. That's exactly like, what my daughter was up. doing. Yep. But I was like, you know what? I don't, I, I, this, if my kids are learning to edit video at ages 12 and 13, if they can edit photos and Photoshop and, and do all this, yes, yes. I, I That's money that I'm happy to spend yeah. as a parent. Because if my kids can create and they know about merch and KDP and Amazon and FBA, if they know all this stuff, they will be, they will be well, well equipped for, for being an adult. If yep. they can, uh, if they can create, Cre create, being creative is, is in my opinion, you know, speaking as a parent, the most valuable skill that any child can hold onto into adult life. And you know, 50 years ago, no, that wouldn't make sense. Hundred years ago, no, didn't make much sense. But today, with the internet, with creativity and social media and, and advertising and print-on-demand platforms, the ability to be creative is going to be the one of the most valuable, if not the most valuable, skills that a person can have. To recap, so far, you know, we, we've talked about how easy it is to get into merch. You know, we've talked about how to maybe even do some research into potential categories using Helium 10 and seeing what's working for other people. We've talked about how to get the artwork up. Let's just talk about for a couple minutes here, like the content, you know, obviously this the one that I keep coming back to this dinosaur about grammar uh, and stuff like that, you know, th that was probably an original idea, but obviously, you know, you can't do things that are licensed, that are trademarked and, and things like that, you know, like TV shows. But let me ask you this. What about things that might not be necessarily trademarked, but like, let's say you're watching, uh, you know, some TV show like, or, or maybe Twilight is not a good example. It's a, a famous movie, but whatever high school was in Twilight, it was probably some fictitious high school. You know, I, I, I don't know. All the Twilight fans are probably going to get very upset with me that I don't know these <laughs> things. But let's say it was like uh, Riverview High School was the high school in Seattle or wherever that that the school was based. But make a Bayside shirt for all the all the Bayside. Saved by the Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saved Bayside. by the Bell recap so, is coming. So like, let's say you don't you, you don't use the logo right, or the Max. but but it's yeah. like. Bayside football or something, you know, not, not any logo or anything, but where's the line drawn where you're putting yourself at risk? I mean, it's, there's no trademark necessarily for it and you're not going to go use save by the bell, like, you know, uh, words in your listing, but is that still a risk to have Bayside athletics or something shirt? It was a fictitious high school or where's the line drawn there? Well, it's, it's technically a risk. 
um, where the line is, it's going to be subjective. And there could be people who disagree and say, I don't think it's crossing the line. And someone else thinks it is crossing the line. And they're both right. Right. Like it's not, it's a gray area. Um, you're getting into what most might consider parody, right? Uh, well, it's not exactly parody, but I, I treat it the same as parody, right? Where someone like mashes up two different things. And in general, you can get away with parody. But what people don't realize is parody is a defense. So once you do something, and like, like I never saw Deadpool, um, but I guess there's Finding Francis. Is Francis like a character or something? I don't know. And I don't watch. I didn't watch Deadpool either. So there, there's something about Finding Fran. Like Francis is, I guess, a character in there, and they m- mashed it up with Finding Nemo. So they did Nemo, like a little goldfish, in the Deadpool colors, and they made the logo instead of saying Finding Nemo, it said Finding Francis. So I'm, I'm guessing Deadpool had to find someone named Francis, maybe like his girlfriend or something. I don't know, whatever it was. But it was a very popular shirt because it's Nemo, and people get it. They're like, oh, it's like that's like, oh, I get it. That's funny. Um, generally, that's going to be okay because it is parody, but it's a defense. So if Disney or I guess Disney owns both of them. <laughs> so okay. if, if any part of Disney came after them, uh, they would have to defend themselves as parody and maybe win. But it's not like, oh, they're not going to come after me because it's parody. And when it comes to Merch by Amazon, I try to describe it as you should be the most conservative with Merch by Amazon because Amazon wants to play things conservatively because they just they don't want the trouble. They don't want to have to hire. If they get a, a, a cease and desist, they get any kind of legal document, mm-hmm. they have to respond, which means they have to hire their lawyer. They're, they're going to get billed. It's going to cost them money. They don't want to do that. So they're just going to say, you know, not forget it. Now, you could go over to a different print-on-demand platform like a Redbubble or something yeah. else where parody might be a little bit more accepted. You're not going to run the risk of losing your account. I mean, that's what I'm worried about. Like, I don't care if Amazon takes it down. It says, hey, no, that's not cool. I'll be like, all right, no problem, Amazon. I'm not I'm not here to fight you. But I don't want them to say, hey, we took it down and we banned your account as well. That's what I don't want for me. That's what I don't want for anybody else, which is why my advice is to be super conservative with anything Amazon. Okay. FBA, Seller Central, KDP. Like there might be other other sites where you can get away with a little bit more. Um, but you know, like putting up a, a Bayside athletic shirt is technically going to be a risk because, and here's the rule of thumb that I use. Mm-hmm. Are you try? Are you marketing to an, an to obviously a different market? Right? Is your market obviously Saved by the Bell fans? Yep. Right. And if the answer is yes, then well, you're going after someone else's market, right? Someone else created that demand. Someone else created that market, that intellectual property, and you're trying to sell to specifically to their customers. If that's the answer, then you're probably. I'm not saying you are, but you probably are doing something that is potentially going to be uh, run a risk to your account. I think it's great. I think it's hilarious. I think it's funny. When I watch shows, I'm like, oh, for Pete's sakes, we should make a shirt like that. I, right? I've been watching South Park reruns while I, while I exercise lately, and I'm like, I see little things. I'm like, oh, yeah. that should be a, a t-shirt. That should be a t-shirt. But I'm obviously selling to South Park fans. True. Right? Yeah. Which the creators of South Park, they've created that demand. They've created the demand for that T-shirt, and I'm trying to cash in on it. So I was like, eh, technically, yeah, I'm, I'm scalping a little bit off of their, off of their business. Um, there's probably plenty of times where, like, say, the creators of South Park, they're like, hey, we do not care. Like, we actually encourage our fans to do that. And that's cool, but that's still not, like, a legal defense if, if ever they change their mind or if Amazon just takes something down, um, you know, merch is still a very young platform. It's still, it's still growing. It's still going through some development. We talked about in the last episode that we did together about how, you know, you could do kind of like fundraisers for, for schools, you know, where, where you go and say, Hey, how, how would you guys like to have your, you know, your school basketball team or, or your school club or whatever on a shirt and, and your, your team goes door to door. You can't go 
I mean, it's kind of like not cool to go door to door these days, but um, you know, so somehow you 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 send out a flyer, send out emails to all the parents, and and now no investment, and now you can raise money for ASB because you can get you know the ASB Bayside <laughs> ASB here shirt, and and it's FBA, and boom, you, we'll, we'll we'll do profit. I mean, th there's so many cool ideas now. You get you get the pro you, whatever your idea is. If it's not going to be something that's a grassroots campaign like that, where you're kind of strictly relying on on bringing in traffic on or off Amazon, you're not in Seller Central like you said. So, what access do you have to sponsored ads? Like, can you run ads to it from a separate Seller Central account, or how do you do PPC for a merch by Amazon without Seller Central? Well, it's still kind of in development. So to do advertising, you do have to get an invitation code. You'll see it in your merch account if you have access to it. And you know, eventually Amazon wants to give everybody that. They're they are more than happy to take our ad money. Yeah. Right. They're just not there yet. Right. They're kind of they're trying to like should I like what's the they need like a like a, like a what's a valve right? They mm -hmm. let so so many people in. They can't let everybody in, or the whole thing's gonna gonna fall apart. Uh, so then you get access to Amazon advertising, which is going through all its own upheavals and changes. So it's not like Seller Central. It's you know it's and it's not like AMS. It's not like <laughs> they keep changing it around. So I don't have all the answers on that. But you know, some accounts and eventually all accounts will have access to that. Uh, but I don't want people to think that uh, oh I have a great idea and it's just not going to work. Like you could totally contact whoever owns the licenses to say by the bell and say, I want to do this and get a license. And then you, you send that license, that written agreement to merch by Amazon and you're good to go. So it's not a, you have to, everything has to be original, but if you have an idea that needs licensing, then you get licensing and then you communicate with merch. So they know that, yeah, Bradley's cool. He's got a license to say by the bell properties. And if, if anybody reports anything, if there's any issues, we go back and look and like, no, he's cool. He's got permission. Um, so that's a little bit more advanced. And a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to actually have to contact anybody. I was like, well, you had to contact a supplier to get a physical product. Like contact, it's, it's almost too easy. So people think it like, just contact, look them up. It can 10 seconds. I could Google who has the say by the bell intellectual property yeah. rights. Yeah. I can find contact information. Uh, but, you know, I like your idea of, of the fundraiser stuff, like going around and, and, you know, you have access, you have a way to turn uh, a product into money through merch by amazon and and yeah i got it we could we could almost do an, un an unboxing here what do you got there right now right um uh, yeah, you, you, oh, you don't even know what this is do you nope <laughs> i just see an envelope right there <laughs> all right this is a great example and i hope you have some some numbers off the top of your head i don't know if you do or not uh because you sent me this right this is from you oh yes right? the Hil this is my my helium 10 t-shirt and I, I i want this to be a great example i don't know if it's if it's going to be perfect uh because i don't know exactly what you paid for the shirt uh -huh. and and the labor and the shipping yeah but if you wanted to you could have this helium 10 shirt in every size and 21 different colors mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then when you have someone come on your show and say hey we want to want to send you uh, a t-shirt it's going to cost you 13 dollars to set total total 13 dollars to send me whatever size and whatever color I choose yep. 13 bucks and you don't have to inventory 21 different colors and 11 different sizes and shit. Try and track like, down hey, your address. Is this shirt yet? <laughs> yeah. Hey, get his address. Oh, oh, he's, oh, he's in a different country. Oh, we can't, oh man, that's going to, that's going to cost so much to send it to the UK. It's like, nope, you can do it in the UK mm -hmm. as well. 13 bucks. Right. So anybody that like, like you guys could do the exact same thing. Like, I don't think that's what you guys, I mean, clearly you didn't do that because this is not an Amazon package. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that gives everybody this op this ability to drop ship any size, any color, 
uh, of any design that they want. You can keep it unlisted if you'll say, look, the only people who come on our podcast get this awesome shirt, right? This is like exclusive. And I mean, you could honestly just send me a $13 gift card and say, just go buy whatever one you want. Use your prime benefits, right? And now you've outsourced that ent- entire thing. Uh, that's what people can do. And that's, it's a little bit more of a creative use mm-hmm. of merch by Amazon. But to me, that's where, that's where I get more excited. Like, wait a minute, there's ways that, you know, like versus uploading a t-shirt, kind of crossing my fingers and hoping somebody finds it. Amazon don't owe us no traffic. Yeah. Amazon doesn't owe us any sales, right? The, the Amazon is giving us this ability to provide great products to their customers, but it's up to us to provide great products, right? Like we upload a crappy design. Why, why would Amazon want to want to push it and sell it? Right. Uh, Amazon gives us incredible abilities and then it's up to us about like, okay, what are we going to do with those abilities? Yeah. So, right? so it's like having a printer I, I, with, with merch by Amazon. I like, you know, what you're talking about. You can almost control, you know, li- like your, the, the purpose of your shirt. Uh, you know, it could be like, we're trying to do a campaign to get the helium 10 logo out to more places. And, and it's a marketing play. We're not, we're not trying to make money off the shirt. We're just trying to like make it available. So we, we set the price at, you know, or, or we give coupons or something. So we set it at $13 and every it's free for everybody, or we just pay it to ourselves, right. To, to ship to somebody. But what let's go, let's go back to again, uh, beating a dead, a dead T-Rex here, but, but let's go back to that T-Rex shirt. You know, was it just luck that they, they started selling 1500 units? Like if you don't have access to the advertising in the beginning, how do you get eyeballs? on your merch by Amazon shirt, you know, for a private label, it's a no brainer. It's, you just start sending PPC or you do like a search, find buy campaign or for your main keyword or whatever, which I'm sure you could do search, find buy, you know, if there was like just some crazy big search volume keyword. But as we saw that product didn't really have any superstar keywords, you know, that that's sending the majority of the traffic. It was spread apart. I look, I, I didn't call this out, but Helium 10 can show if there are any sponsored ads showing up for that. And there was none. So that shirt has zero sponsored ads. So maybe that merch seller doesn't have that invite. How in the world do you get eyeballs on your, your, your great shirt idea without these normal things that, 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 that other people use for Amazon? Well, it's hard to say if I had like a perfect answer, if I, if I knew Mm -hmm. then one, I would just do it all day myself every day, and I would I would make courses and I would teach people about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I do that as much as I can. But it could be that they had some kind of social media. It could have been picked up by some you know homeschooling blog or some mommy uh, blog. Yeah. And I don't know if Helium Ten does any like outside of Amazon searches. Where like, hey, is this linked anywhere on Amazon or, or on on Google? Uh, can Google find where any external traffic is being sent to Amazon? Because generally that's a big unknown. And if you've got some kind of social following. Then you can post, especially if it's related to e-commerce or a business, say, look, hey, just upload this new shirt and you have a whole homeschooling audience. Then all of a sudden, hey, it's going to start selling and you know, the Amazon algorithm is going to start kicking in and be like, okay, people people want to buy this. We should put it on search. It doesn't get returned. It's getting good reviews. It's competitively priced. All these things that go on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's definitely things that people can do about, you know, there's a strategy to say, look, get get your friends to search for these specific terms. And then buy them. I mean, like, so people are spending money on ads. You can spend money on just giving away shirts, right? You can run contests and say, hey, share this and I'll, I'll, I'll pick a winner and give away different shirts. Uh, I think there's there's a lot of opportunity there to say, look, instead of running paid ads, I'm going to take that same amount of money, that same budget and give away t-shirts. I mean, if you went to a homeschooling Facebook group and said, look, this shirt's what, $16.99? Look, I'm going to give away 10 shirts, 170 bucks. 
And I'm going to contact the admin of this 100,000 member homeschooling Facebook group and say, look, I would like to give you admin 10 shirts for you admin to give away so that you admin look really good. Who's going to turn that down? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. And now you've got 10 sales. Uh, You got an admin who thinks you're awesome. Hey, thanks for like giving me almost 200 bucks of stuff to give away. And the people who didn't win are still going to know that the t-shirt exists. You're going to get more clicks to go through. Um, So some of these things are a little bit more creative and they're not necessarily uh, guaranteed to pay off, but I don't see how you don't get some kind of benefit out of it. You know, it definitely works better if you have some kind of uh, existing audience or existing kind of market demand instead of just throwing stuff up there and being like, Hey, someone else uploaded dinosaur shirts. So I'm going to upload dinosaur shirts too. That's not a strategy that's necessarily going to work. Although you might get lucky, yeah, and it ends up working. So you just never know. Okay. Now, now a, a lot of a, a lot of what we offer for you know he, uh, we as in Helium Ten for for private label sellers, for wholesale sellers, for arbitrage sellers, it works for for um for merch too. You know, I showed you guys Cerebro. You could do keyword research in Magnet. You could look up Black Box. You know, we showed you guys X Ray that, that that's working. But what is not out there yet? But it's like, man, I wish a, a company like Helium 10 would would offer this kind of functionality or figure this part out because it would really help merch. So, so I'm putting myself on the hook now. So, so Chris, if, if you were sitting on the Helium 10 board and could direct us to like start working on something, what would really help merch sellers that they don't really have access to from, from other tools? Well, I, I don't, you guys probably already have many tools that would work sure, really well. Sure. There's probably, it's that, that same one where, hey, if I can helium 10 tell me where any potential external traffic is coming from to an Amazon listing. And I'm, there's probably a way to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you say, yes, this blog over here links back to this Amazon product okay. page. And if you're going to start reverse engineering that, because then you could say, Hey, look, you know, this blog, this mommy blog sends a lot of traffic to Amazon. Then you can say, Hey, I want to get featured on that mommy blog. What can I do? How can I set up? It's kind of like a, it, some people call it the dream 100 or even just straight affiliate marketing. I like finding out where the traffic's coming from and then finding a way, like how can I get my products in front of those customers? And you have to do it in a win-win scenario. Like everybody knows you want to win. How can I make the person who has this traffic, this attention, this demand, how can I help them? Right? Would it help them to give away some of my products in order to expand their email list? Is would it help them to like whatever it might be? And it's part of that is just contacting them and talking to them. Like, what can what do you need? What can I help you with? And you know, if you can have those types of relationships, then all of a sudden there's gonna be a whole bunch of affiliate opportunities and cross-promotional opportunities. Uh, so I mean that that would be one. Um, you know, the advertising stuff as as more there isn't a lot out there about the specific merch advertising strategies with like case studies of this works because there's so many different types of ads like headline ads and search results ads and product page ads. And it's, it's completely new. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's a true blue ocean strategy. And if someone could come in and then, hey, we're, we're going right down the exact same road, we're going to get to the end. We're going to say, you know what, we need to do this. And we're going to like hold each other accountable, like actually do it uh, because I could do this stuff all day. Right, like I enjoy looking stuff up and reverse engineering, and like what? Okay, like some of the tools that you're showing me, I didn't realize they did, and I'm there like, oh man, I got to spend some time <laughs> with that. How, how about this? Uh, I, I'm going to put you on our um, customer advisory board. We have a customer advisory board that you know we've invited a lot of people, and we've we've always said that all the tools we develop is made for users. And the reason why we're able to do it is because we have customer advisory boards where people tell us, hey, uh, I'm a wholesale seller and this is what I like to do, or I'm a 
I'm a brand new seller. This is how I would have liked to have had the tool. So we we don't have anybody for merch. So I'm going to, you cool to be in our like advisor on merch and oh. All right, cool. I'm all in, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring you on. Well, we gotta do KDP that. too. We gotta do KDP too. That's another, that's another thing we're gonna have to uh, get into too. Now, now, real quick, uh, we've been talking about strategies and different things throughout this whole episode. There's this, uh, I don't know if we had it last year, but there's this part of the show that we do now. We call it the tss, the TST 30 second tip. So, what is something you know you and I just love to talk? So I know this is the hardest for both of us, but what is something that you could say in 30 seconds or less? Just uh, some some great values, some great strategy that's very actionable that you haven't talked about yet. I would encourage people to go back and maybe even replay and listen to what I said earlier about luck, because luck is actually uh, a bigger factor in a lot of people's success than people realize. And there's a lot of great YouTube content out there that explains the dynamics behind it. And you you can put yourself in the position to get lucky. And a lot of times that doesn't take a lot of effort. It's just a matter of being consistent and keep putting yourself out there without this fear of, oh, what if someone says this or what if it doesn't work and honestly one of the reasons i've been lucky so much is because i do try a bunch of things and i'm known and i'm remembered for the things that work and all the things i did that didn't work everybody forgot about <laughs> which is great like i don't have to keep reliving it but like like Short i have failed memory. and things have not worked out over and over and over again and i, I share that like in a way to be vulnerable so people can say hey i look up to this chris green guy he's done a lot of things he's, he's had a lot of success but he's even he's happy to admit that he's failed at a bunch of things and yes i failed and everybody forgets those things so don't worry about it and just keep trying things and the more things you try and the more times you try it something's going to give you're going to get better at something and you're going to you're going to end up getting lucky and you're going to get on on some podcast and all of a sudden you're going to get a little bit more of an audience and it's just because you kept trying so don't discount it uh don't discount the the factor of luck that goes into it and just just keep trying because there's there's no downside to trying right yep absolutely now, um, you, you mentioned earlier how people can, uh, you know, can, can get that, that free book. Uh, so if you can just mention that again, or just if people have more questions about merch, I mean, you're, you're one of the ones who are known in the industry to, to kind of like, you know, help as many people as, as you can, you know, free of charge uh, a lot of times. So how can people find you or, or like, you know, Facebook groups or anything like that in order to get more information from you? Yeah, I should be the number one result on like Google and Facebook for just Chris Green. Website is chrisgreen.com. And of course, the email is chris at chrisgreen.com. I'm the, I'm the only one who checks it. Any, any response you get is actually going to be from me. This is my newest book. I did put this book up on Amazon at 50 bucks. But for the listeners of this podcast, you can have the... Uh, the files, you can have like the PDF, you can have the videos, 22 separate videos that go with this. You guys can have those absolutely for free. Just send me a message about that. It's going to help you just understand the programs that you can use to make designs for both Merch by Amazon and for KDP. It explains what print-on-demand is. It, it, it's pretty in-depth. It goes into a lot of good information, including what I think is, is very underrated these days, the power of Amazon Prime. You have to be prime eligible. At least you don't have to be prime exclusive, mm -hmm. but at least have a prime eligible offer. It doesn't yep. matter what you're selling, merch, KDP, Seller Central, whatever it is. Uh, it explains that, you know, from my point of view, maybe a, a point of view you hadn't heard before. Yes, you have that absolutely for free. I want people to start, you know, seeing some success, get something uploaded. Once you have that, that taste of success, you're like, wait a minute, that was easy. Chris said it was easy. Bradley said it was easy. Like until you do it. All you do is just like, oh, they said it was easy, but I don't know if it's actually easy. Then when you do it, you're like, hey, that was easy. And then you get that new level of confidence. You have you have an accomplishment. That's what we try to do through the merch challenge. And 
you know, it, it, it works. Yep. You know, once people have a little bit of take, a little bit of success, they run their first successful ad campaign, right? They, they source their first successful product. They make their first dollar. It's not about making $10,000, making that $1. That's what gives them the confidence. Yep. yep. And, and that's what we're hoping to do. Like, like with this podcast and just all the content that we put out is just help people see the opportunities that are out there. There are so many of them. They're so good, uh, but it can be overwhelming. And if people feel overwhelmed, you know, I encourage them to kind of step back, like focus on what they're good at, trying to re- like remind themselves, what am I trying to do? Am I trying to make a million bucks or am I really just trying to make a thousand bucks? Because a heck of a lot easier to make a thousand bucks, right? All right, uh, Chris, thank you so much for joining. And we're going to, I'm going to get my kids to, to commit to what they had said last year, make, make a shirt. And then you and I still have to do our Helium 10 webinar for your audience. So it's taken us a year, but, but better late than never, right? We'll get to it. We're not going to let it like hang over us like in a bad way. It's more of a, hey, you know what? We didn't get to it. And I want everybody else to know it's okay if you guys don't get to things too. Don't beat yourself up over it. Just just look forward. You know, you know, we're, we live in the present. Look forward to the future and do not dwell on the past, man. It's nonsense. Love it. All right. We'll see everybody in the next episode.